now listening to Lower Road Radio. Hey, welcome one and all to the number one podcast, winter, spring, and fall. Talking sports for the thrill of it all. Hey, talking life, but we're killing it all. Jason and Dan with the master plan. These are dangerous men with the mic in the hand. Huh? All the five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Dad light, good light, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Dad light, good light, bright lights in sight. All right. Yeah. Dad light, good light, bright lights in sight. All right. What? All the five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Let's get it. What? At Tanagra, when the walls fell, we are coming at you live another time for Lower Road Radio with my co-host, as always, Jason. How you doing today? It is stimulus day. It is stimulus today, and uh, I just <laughs> found that out. Have you seen these? Have you seen these uh, videos where they're like, uh, like they show you like a time lapse of like these are the largest cities, and it's starting in like the 1700s. And it's like a bar graph. Like they, I've seen they things up like that. Like the most, but, uh, the highest selling video game of all time, or the most winning NFL football coach of yeah, all time. I've seen things like that. I'd yeah. never seen these before till about I don't know three weeks ago, and now I can't get You're enough. You're fascinated of them. by it. Once yeah. I start watching it, like I'm in the year 1750 of the largest city in the world, London. No, that's number. Oh, it just took number two. Ooh. So you want to guess number one? Beijing seven. Yeah, very good. See, listen, don't 17. question me on my <laughs> can world geological. Can you guess what number? Uh, what's number? What was number two that London overtook? That's now kind of slowly going backwards. In what year? Seventeen seventies. Seventeen seventies. I will guess. Oh, uh, it just went to number four. Uh, Paris. Tokyo. Tokyo. God. Paris is at five. There's another Chinese city right now at number three. So Beijing has number one and three. In, in the year 17. Well, now we're in 1800. <laughs> so still no American. I'll keep everybody updated as the show progresses. Okay. You know, how long the is this video? Cities? Um, let me see if I click on it. Oh, there's music that's playing. Uh, let's see. It is. Oh, it started at the beginning when I clicked on it. Um, it's It's a five minute video. Okay. So it's I'll exciting. just keep everybody updated, you know, as we go along. Uh, when it started, the number one city in the year 1701. You want to guess that one? Uh, I don't know. Istanbul. Mm. Mm. Constantinople. Let's all go to Constantinople. <laughs> Why do I know that? Istanbul. What is Istanbul. Well, we know it from Tiny Tunes. Okay. All right. They did a mm -hmm. parody of it. Pretty good. <laughs> You moved. I helped myself, by the way. I grabbed one. What do you think? I haven't opened it yet. Oh, so this is, uh, I've been raving about this. I'm going to open this it. This right is now. the new um, ah. sparkling water brand. Aha. How do you pronounce it? Is I think it it's Aha. I think it's Aha. Ah. We were talking ah. about it this morning uh, that Abby, when she sees it, apparently she sees it as Ah. <laughs> so the joke I think is it would be like, A A A H. Hey, hey, Abby, are you going to the kitchen? Ah. When you do, could you, uh, man, could you grab me one of those? Ah. <laughs> I want to really. I'd love a can of, ah, so uh, it's aha. It's the Coke branded uh, sparkling water. That's pretty good. This flavor is coffee and black cherry. Now, question, do you taste the coffee? No, I only taste black cherry. So friend of the show, Aaron Slob, 
uh, was here in the studio last night and uh, he likes sparkling water. Yeah, I said, feel free to grab yourself one. He's like, oh, I'm not going to like this. It's coffee. I'm like, trust me, it's I think it just says coffee because it has caffeine in it, you know. Right. So this is caffeinated um, uh, sparkling water. I said, but you can't taste the coffee. It's just black cherry. He took one drink of it. He's like, all I can taste is coffee. What? He's like, it's the only thing I can taste. This is disgusting. I don't taste coffee at all. That's what I said. Now, I drink black coffee. Well, that's the thing. He doesn't drink coffee. He drinks hot chocolate. What? <laughs> what is he, seven? That's a good point. But I don't taste the coffee. I don't know. But either. I will say, these make me feel good in a way that normally sparkling water does not. Because really? it's got caffeine and electrolytes. Oh. And I feel like it did something for me. There's another... Now, not all of the ahas are caffeinated with electrolytes only two of them this one and then there's another one citrus green tea mm. that's electrolytes and caffeinated and when i drink one of those like first thing in the morning it it like gives me it makes me feel good it's called placebo probably but as long as i feel good i don't care if it's a placebo or you know the real um, deal the, the real <laughs> deal <laughs> so uh yeah that's uh, an aha i i highly recommend it so anyway, it's uh, National Stimulus Day. Everybody get, got their deposits. Get all of your, you know, ridiculous spending out of the way. You can't go to the restaurants and, you know, blow no. it. I mean, I guess you could do takeout. The I think the people that will profit the most are the TV manufacturers. Well, I actually bought a TV yesterday. Uh, uh, not for uh, my personal use. Well, actually, what happened was, <laughs> now that I'm talking out loud here. It wasn't for, I actually bought three TVs. I, I, I mean, bought a you know. TV, a 40-inch oh. Samsung smart TV. Lame. And I will say this. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I will say the Samsung TV, um, the app portion of it is yeah. better than most. Because I have a Samsung TV at home. And all of the app, the app store, Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, it works really well. Like I prefer Vizio. I don't not. So uh, I think the Samsung one is really good. So anyway, 40-inch smart TV uh, Samsung at Walmart was $200, like $196. That's pretty good. I thought it was a really good deal. So I bought one for my place of employment because we needed one. And uh, then I brought it home because it was still in my car. And Levi said, who's got some money in the bank, decided that he wanted to go to Walmart and oh. buy one himself. So you bought two TVs yesterday. So I did buy two TVs yesterday. And the lady at Walmart, I'm remembering this now as we're talking, she said something about she needed to see my receipt or something. I don't know. And she said, everybody's going to be in here tomorrow buying TVs. And I noticed in particular Walmart, they had tons of TV displays like everywhere. So that's what this is about, right? They're trying to get, they're trying to profit off of. Yeah, absolutely. This yeah. situation. A uh, friend of the show, Terry just requested that we start over because he missed the beginning. Sorry. <laughs> Won't do it. We said some, amazing things too it was it, probably the best like two minutes of the show we've ever had absolutely and you'll never hear it <laughs> so do you have a way to check your bank account right now no my wife doesn't allow that because <laughs> we woke up this morning mm -hmm. with four thousand nine hundred dollars in our bank account wow i mean it started at zero the day yeah. before yeah everybody called you stupid when you had five kids but now it's starting <laughs> to look like it might pay off <laughs> Finally, <laughs> yeah. That uh, what you um, spend on your kids in a year doesn't even come oh, close. No, to matching the tax no. benefits. I'm going broke. <laughs> if I made that much mm. in general, I'd be in really good shape. Sure, sure. But they're talking about now the next stimulus package, giving every adult two thousand dollars a month. 
until this is over. Really? That's more than we make in our household. Hey. We're going to just become socialist. Who's paying for this? Um, a thousand generations. A thousand generations <laughs> and your family and, and your, your children, children and, and their, their children, children yeah. and their children. <laughs> Unfortunately. I explained this to Abby the other day because I said, who do you think is going to pay for that? She, and she was like, who does pay for that? I said, you are paying for it. <laughs> and your children. <laughs> She's like, and I don't children. like that. You yeah. know? I'm like, yeah, well, well, you know, that's the way it works. I'm buying so. a TV and you're paying for it. <laughs> This two hundred dollar TV mm-hmm. with interest, yeah, it's like eight thousand dollars, yeah, down the road, yeah. I Having, don't know. It's so, all made up money anyway. It's monopoly. One day, it doesn't mean anything. I think that if you really wanted to uh, make it an, an investment, if you really thought the crap was going to hit the fan, let's just say, let's just say, I could guarantee you. Uh, in two months, the crap is going to hit the fan in a way that it never has before. Like okay. the depression doesn't hold a candle to what's about ready to happen. Okay, okay? I'm not. Ho- I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Obviously. Okay. But let's just say I could guarantee that it would happen. What is the number one thing that you buy? Toilet paper. Really? I would like some toilet paper. Now I'm not a. I don't uh, partake in either of these things. Toilet paper. But I would say no. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't partake in that. No. Nah. By the um, way, you need to fire whoever cleans the studio bathrooms here. Was not good. Well, listen, I mean, it was clean, mm-hmm. but they didn't change out the roll of toilet paper. It there was, was like empty. three sheets on it. Well, if there's still sheets on, it's still usable. No, you put the full roll on, and then you take the mini sheet one, and you store that like under a cabinet, under no, a sink. That's, that's, that's your emergency That's role. not our oh my gosh. Uh, mode of operations. So um, I think cigarettes. What? That's what you stock up on. If you know the crap smoke. is going to hit the fan. Yeah, but what's that's currency is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can get. Mow my lawn. I'll give you three cigarettes. Yeah. Food, cigarettes. Like, yeah. you know, in 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 prison, that is currency. And I feel like, you know. Maybe. I suppose guns and ammo would probably be the thing. Ammo would be better. Yeah. Now, have you bought a gun yet? Uh, No. Okay. I've stolen many. <laughs> I will. I mean, if you want, I'll let you it's borrow. It's hard to steal a gun if you gun. don't have a gun. Once you have a gun, <laughs> it makes it a lot easier to steal more guns. You know, I can see but that. It's that yeah. first one. That's the tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic bringing a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. But, you know, there's a, there's a way around it. Now, if you have a gun, you can steal a whole lot of knives. Oh, man. Knives all day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you have a gun and you're stealing a gun, mm-hmm. it might be a, it might, you no, know, that's not a guarantee. That's either. Russian roulette. Yeah. Eventually, two guns is preferable, you know, <laughs> held by two different people at two different angles. That's your ideal situation. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's that first one, once again, not, not easy to get. So yeah, I think probably guns and ammo, cigarettes, probably liquor. You know, I would assume you could probably trade that for something. I'm just thinking of things that people would be desperate for. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, I, I, iPhones probably not as much. No, not when everything is down. Mm-hmm. Uh, ammunition, I think, is huge. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because you can do it in different, you know, here's 10 bullets. Yeah. Here's 100. You know, here's 1,000, whatever. Rice. So, well, food, I mean, if you have ammo, you can go steal food. Sure. You don't need yeah, food. That's a good point. Yeah. So listen, I've got an extra gun. If you want, you can borrow it. I mean, I've got just couple- until I need it. And then I'll give it back <laughs> after you get your gun. I'll give you my gun um, to go get it in gun. order to get a gun. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. I mean, I got, you know, I'm not bragging, but I got one for everybody in the house. 
Okay. You know, I mean, we're going to have to shoot our way out. Maybe. I don't know. Or it's, um, you know, I don't know. I actually really am thinking about buying um, a gun for... I have guns for everybody, uh-huh. but I'm thinking about specifically buying them their own gun. Right. Now, my oldest is 16. Mm-hmm. 100% comfortable with her. Sure. My, I'm more com- Personally, I'm more comfortable with her having a gun than I am with you having a gun. It makes, <laughs> makes me more nervous. The responsible gun owner. <laughs> the thought of a gun in your hand makes me no- more nervous than the thought of a gun in her hands. But anyway, continue. My oldest son, Harrison completely trust him even more than her and i and i love her but harrison is the most responsible person i know not even in your house like just in general i know yeah. he's yeah he's, he's very... actually doing his homework everything is shut down i know nobody's doing his homework on that no what lame <laughs> loser gideon is where i draw the line well i mean <laughs> i just don't know if i can yeah i don't know no that's that's the right call but I would like to. I still think I would like to buy them a gun, even if it stays in the box. I and just say there's that Simpsons episode where they all have guns. I don't know if you've seen it. No, they're just as Marge just talking to them. You know, like it's like I don't know the the guy that owns the bar, Lenny, yeah. Homer, and like I don't know the comic book guy or something are all in the living room, and she's like, I don't think it's a good idea, you know, for you <laughs> to have guns. And as she's talking, as they're having conversation. <laughs> conversation like every one of them accidentally shoots the gun at one point like whoops <laughs> that was me sorry <laughs> well stimulus package i think a gun would be an excellent purchase well maybe i should buy a gun i'm not again i'm pro gun yeah i would only be buying one almost on principle just because i feel like people should own one i feel like you should own, but one. i don't yeah own one so well if you want i'll go with you to the gun store there's a gun store <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Gun store. I would not try to steal a gun from the gun store. No, that's the last place you want to no. steal a gun. <laughs> um, so stimulus. I uh my wife is finishing up her um degree in May. She graduates with a bachelor's degree in something. I'm not sure. Do you think if I don't mention the stimulus package to my wife? She'll ever mention it to me? Or no, that- she will never tell you. <laughs> so you're going to have $3,900. Yeah, yeah. And she'll just walk in with a new purse one day. Uh-huh. And I'll be like, how, what, you know. What's, what's going on over uh, there? It was a gift from uh, somebody yeah. got it for me. You know, don't, you know my friend? Whatever. Yeah, she sent me this. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, your wife is. Uh, she is, graduates in May. Yes. But then she is enrolling in a library service and information science something or other degree <laughs> it's like for the most a boring degree ever i know but library like once you understand the dewey decimal system what else is there to learn that's what i thought <laughs> there's information services I, so anyways anyway i say all this to say this mm-hmm. the classes that she's getting ready to take are technologically you can't even say the word i can't but mm-hmm. they're based in technology yes you have to understand how things and mm-hmm. honestly i don't even know yeah you're nailing it but yeah she needed a new computer because the computer she was running mm. was like five years old right so we had actually saved up before today i bought it yeah. two days ago online mm-hmm. before we woke up to stimulus money but i ordered it online i had to pick her, it up in the store they her, would not her mail. very own chromebook you got for her yep 199 <laughs> it's refurbished and 
Refurbished Chromebook, that's about bottom of the barrel right there. Yeah, they're probably giving those away. Um, but Micro Center will not mail it. Like, you have to go in-store mm -hmm. and pick it up. So I went there. I pull up. The parking lot is filled. The traffic driving down to Columbus, there was no cars on the road. It's because the 1830s, and London is now leading the pack, by the way. Listen, that was my first guess from the first one. <laughs> Those are the Sherlock Holmes years, so... Okay. Of course it's going to be number one. Anyways. I'm listening. The parking lot is filled. Right. To drive down, there was no cars. They were all at Micro Center. I got bad news. Beijing is lowering in population while everybody else is raising. That's not good. <laughs> Beijing is losing people. <laughs> oh. Micro Center. Yeah. Big computer store. Electronics. Mm -hmm. There's a line out the front of the building. They're only allowing so many people, and they're already maxed out. Please. I had to wait in line outside the building just to get in. All I had to do was. That's what I say to that. I ordered it online. Yeah. All I had to mm -hmm. do is go pick it up. Yeah, I promise. I won't sneeze or wipe my nose while I'm in here. The people in the store, the workers, I heard them whispering. They do. They did whisper. And they're like, mm -hmm. this this is all the stimulus money. Yeah. Like they the, right. internally, they had already sure. discussed mm -hmm. that. So. Everybody was buying new computers and TV monitors and all sorts of stuff. Hmm. Well, I'm happy that, you know, money's coming in, I guess, for people. I don't know. Uh, somebody once told me that we had to pay it back, that it was going to be like taken out of your taxes or something. Um, I think that's undetermined. And 1920, 21, 22, 23. New York City. 24. New York. Yep. Now has taken first place. See, come on. And is running away with it. Although Tokyo is making strides. Beijing off the top 10. Oh, boy. <laughs> Not so good. Okay. So every week mm -hmm. we come with a three and three. Ideally. Do you have three things tonight? I have more than three things. So we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. My number one thing. Yeah. Well, I've got like three and a half things. Maybe before I get to the first thing. It's about three things more than you normally Did have. Did you send this to me in the mail? No. What is it? This is finally diarrhea relief <laughs> that's safe for children. <laughs> really? Yeah. Somebody sent this to me in the mail. It Di has my name and address on it. Uh, to me, I would appreciate that. I guess somebody's thinking about your kids. My kids? I'm talking about me. Well, it's safe for children. That's Which children's diarrhea me. relief. Yeah. If it's safe for children, it's probably safe for adults. I don't know. All I know is uh, there's been some times I would like to have had some of this handy. Which leads me into my second and third thing. But my first thing, that's not my first thing. Okay. That was just a question. My first thing is I have... A variety of Easter candy that I brought with me. You do. I saw that. So these are Mike and Ike's. Are they specifically Easter? They're jelly bean. Okay. Like Mike flavored. and Ike jelly yeah. beans. Yes. All right. I also brought, and they're really good. All right. I love that I believe type of candy. These are mini Robin eggs. They're Whoppers. Uh, you like Whoppers? Uh, you don't like Whoppers? Yeah. And finally, the yeah. staple. The George Washington, wow. if there was one. Peeps? Peeps. Yeah. You are a peep guy. Oh, I love when we peeps. were kids, I would trade you peeps for chocolate. And I would make that trade gladly. I'd still make that trade today. I would, too. I'm a chocolate guy. I'm a peep guy. I like my peeps. I know you are. So uh, your first thing is that you brought in some candy. Yeah, I think we should uh, do the Mount Rushmore of... 
Easter candy. We can or either just do candy or Mount Rushmore of Easter. Earlier, I had the thought that we could do the Mount Rushmore of library stuff because you were talking about your wife being at the library. Yeah, I thought of the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, and I thought you go into the library. I mean, what are the like staples of the library? And I wanted Books. to do that, and I forgot. Books. That's your George Washington Dewey Decimal System. Okay. Yep. Uh, micro slides. Micro slides. Ooh, and and whispering. That's it, right? That's the big four. Books, uh, Dewey Decimal System, micro slides, and whispering. <laughs> I mean, if I just said those four things, you, you know, it's a library. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the Dewey Decimal System, I guess. Come is on. the Dewey Decimal System multifaceted? Does it work anywhere else in society? Well, I believe that there are multiple librarians that work in different categories. So, like, lawyer office, mm -hmm. doctor's office. Mm -hmm. They have librarians on staff for filing and information services. Right. So, it's quite possible, like, a lawyer who had a whole catalog of books probably has some type of Dewey Decimal System. I just know when I hear the word Dewey Decimal, I think of our high school librarian who was a heavy smoker explaining it. Mm. And I just hear it's Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> Sounds like the... Uh, the, the From Monsters, Inc. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mike Wazowski. Yes, she sounded just like that. Dewey Decimal and System. And she obviously went to a tanning booth because she was just... I like, remember. Yeah. 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 I'd forgotten about Heavy that smoker. Yeah obvious tanning booth do you remember the name no i do not remember her name brandon wood so okay, next which, week this is a tease we're gonna have brandon on the show next week friend of the show brandon levings uh to do something that we've not done a lot lately which is talk about sports uh but we're not only going to talk about sports <laughs> well, there are no sports playing right now so which that's our specialty is sports that aren't <laughs> happening right now anyway <laughs> sports that happened 100 years ago is much more that's in our wheelhouse yeah so uh, we are going to um, talk about baseball, historical baseball, because we did a draft of all-time historical teams. And then uh, we're going to talk about Prospect, Ohio, uh, next week. So Brandon will be on the show. Brandon remembers everything. His mind is a steel trap. He will definitely know the librarian's name from high school. I have no doubt about that. Okay. And Brandon and I used to play this game in library and study hall where he was on one side of the room and I was on the other side of the room. And we both wouldn't want to do work. And so we would mouth the name of a baseball player <laughs> to each other. So he'd be on the other side of the room and be like Edgar Martinez. <laughs> and I would and I would look at him and then I would I would, you know, like give him the sign to like do it again. Right. You know, Edgar Martinez, <laughs> obviously silently, but he's yeah. trying to pronunciate. And then once I would get it, I would I would like mouth, mouth it back. It back. To Edgar Martinez. <laughs> and he'd be like Edgar Martinez. And we'd be like, Edgar, you know what I mean? And we'd be really excited that we figured it out. That was a fun library game that we used to play. So there's a trick for kids if you have to be quiet. That's a fun game to play. It doesn't have to be baseball players. It could be, you know, Anything. whatever Pokemon uh, characters, you know, whatever, you know. Uh, I don't know any Pokemon Harry Potter characters. wizards, you know. It could be whatever <laughs> you're into. Here, I'm going to do a baseball player really quick. Okay. We'll do that one more time. John Mellencamp. <laughs> Don Mattingly. <laughs> I was close. You were close. John Mellencamp, Don Mattingly. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was my go-to baseball player. 
That's our sister's. Okay, I'm gonna do. Baseball. I'll do one. Okay. I know this is not good podcast. We should do this next week. Yeah, we'll definitely do this next <laughs> week. Brandon, if you're listening, we want you. We prefer you come to Marion for the show, but it's if, gonna be hard to do over the phone. But we'll try. <laughs> you ready? I'm gonna do one. Okay. <laughs> Edgar. <laughs> I don't know. Edgar Renteria. Oh, Renteria. Yeah. Yeah. I can almost hear you. <laughs> I was. You're not mouthing it. Edgar. Edgar <laughs> All right. Well, I guess in the library, if you're across the room from each other. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, we're in microphones with earphones and in a studio, and whatnot. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of Easter candy. Yes. Cadbury egg. Please. What are we talking about? Peep. Peeps. Chocolate bunny. And jelly beans. There it is. <laughs> That's the quickest, quickest one. <laughs> Could anybody argue with that? No, there is no, there is nothing. I mean, else. there's other candies, not on the Mount Rushmore of Easter. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> that might have been the quickest one we ever did. Let's do the. What was the one with the number two pencil? The Mount Rushmore of pencil numbers. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four. <laughs> is there any others? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Know. No, I Mount Rushmore remember. of test or Mount Have Rushmore? Have we ever of... done the Mount Rushmore of Mount Rushmores that we've done? Like I feel iconic like the... symbols. No, no. Like <laughs> of all the Mount Rushmore segments that we've oh, ever had. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Like Easter, Star Trek. You know, I mean that's Star something... Trek captains. The reason that's hard to remember or hard to do is because I don't remember anything I say <laughs> after it comes out of my mouth. Six to eight hours later clueless that's generous <laughs> i mean i come home and my daughter who listens to the show sometimes will be like what you talk about tonight i'm like i don't know i, I don't know. and i'm not just trying to get her off my back you know like i yeah. really don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right um my first thing yeah. jason is uh i got a lot of stuff to talk about um i i i, I don't want to talk about the uh current quarantine virus situation or not you and i had to sh talk about this beforehand yeah and uh you know i just i just i'm tired of it and i think in general i'm tired of hearing about it but um i got a couple of things um that are uh with all the bad news it's it's nice to have some good news yeah uh so i got two pieces of good news stimulus money well there's that also supermarkets are um refusing to refund toilet paper hoarders mm. as they should yeah i and agree that made me happy yeah just the thought of somebody coming to walmart with a pallet full of toilet paper <laughs> and wanting to get a refund on it and walmart being like nope that's nope. not happening no we do not refund this so i'm glad that people are using their brains and also apparently if you want to buy a used car in about a month or so or maybe less it's like we're moving into a very good time to buy a used car why because of all of this did you know that so the kelly blue book value you know this yeah is so if you want to buy a 1995 toyota tercel you're going to look it up in the kelly blue book and you're going to say it it should cost x amount of dollars 1850 did you know that the the people that own kelly blue book are the people that own the major used car manufacturers in the country. Mm. In other words, they're jacking up that price yeah. 
you know, because they're setting that, making you feel like, oh, this is what it should cost. But that's not what it should cost. Apparently, they don't have those like in England. And cars are used cars are way cheaper in England. Okay. Because it's more like actually what it should cost. So a couple of good things happening. First of all, people are getting refused refunds on toilet paper, yeah. which makes me very happy. Yeah. Stimulus, that's good. And uh, if you want to buy a used car, apparently you should do it. Why? The next. I don't understand. Apparently, this whatever the financial crisis is, people aren't buying cars. Right now, because they're being cautious, Although, which means a stockpile of cars is building up, which means they're going to be cheaper because they got to get rid of them. Here's the thing. So I have a buddy that sells cars. Yeah. Last, so why? Last month. Brandon. Yeah. Well, the, the guy I know, he owns a used lot down in Circleville. Okay. And uh, the clientele that goes ooh, there ooh. is like not probably the same clientele that Brandon is used to serving. Okay. I don't know where Brandon works, but I imagine it's probably better than this. But this guy sells used cars all day long. Mm -hmm. And in the month of February, mm -hmm. which that's when this the refunds started hitting. Yeah. He sold something like 84 cars in like 15 days. Wow. It was crazy. Yeah. He said, I mean, he couldn't keep them. They mm -hmm. were just flying off the lot because people have a $5,000 check. They go buy a car. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, if you need a car, that's not a bad thing. But I guess... Right now, nobody's driving. I know. I've been saving so much money on gas right now. Like, a lot of money on I gas. filled up today. Mm -hmm. It was $19.84. I mm -hmm. put in, like, 14 gallons. Yeah. I paid $1.24 um, in Delaware. Wow. $1.24 wow. per gallon. When's the last time you paid $1.24? I'm probably 16 years old. Yeah. I don't remember. But I was thinking about the previous time that I filled up, mm -hmm. I think it's been over a month. Yeah. I think I filled up March like 10th, mm -hmm. March 17th, like yeah. that week. Mm -hmm. It's been a month. I made a whole tank last a month. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. I'm driving, well, in normal life, before the lockdown, mm -hmm. I would drive probably, I don't know, 60 miles a day yeah. going back and forth to the school and soccer It was practice not uncommon baseball. for us to take five trips Oh yeah, to the school, which is 15 minutes there and back. So that's two and a half hours of driving in one day just to go back and forth Adds to the school. Adds up really quick. Real quick. So yeah, I'm loving that. So anyway, it's not all bad. Is that your you know, there's first some thing? Good news. Is there more to that? There's really not much more to it. I could, I could Do you have... pretend that's not a thing because I got like 10 Listen, things that are thing nothing. Two or three. <laughs> Thing two or three, mm -hmm. you were telling me before the show, yeah, that there was some type of tracking system on trending words. Yes, tell me mm -hmm. what that is. So there's this website called Tweeplers, and uh, they tell you what is trending on Twitter right now. And the number that they give you is so right now the number one thing trending on Twitter is hashtag. They're the hashtags that are trending. Trend, trend. Okay is hashtag COVID-19. And currently, 63 out of every 5,000 tweets is hashtag COVID-19. The Say number just dropped 60, to 62. 63 out of every how many? 5,000. Okay. So um, number two now is AEW Dynamite. I don't know what that is. Well, 51 out of every 5,000 tweets is I can't believe hashtag that's AEW a, Almost as high as COVID-19. Should we know something that's happening right now? Dynamite across <laughs> the planet exploding. What the heck is a... Spontaneous what, what could that, dynamite explosions. Maybe this is a bogus site that I have, but it, it, 
it seems very AEW dynamite results. What? Oh, it's some sort of wrestling thing. American something wrestling. Oh, okay. So ask Jeremiah. Jeremiah would know. <laughs> All right. So yeah. And then RHOBH, hashtag survivor, hashtag now watching AEW, hashtag the mass singer, hashtag stay home, 28 out of every 5,000, hashtag quarantine, coronavirus, uh, the challenge 35. I don't know. AEW on TNT. This thing is big. Hmm. But I guess the point of this thing is there's things that are happening right now. Like this is up to the second live. It's live. Yeah, it's not even yeah. every minute. Like, well, it, the mass singer, if it, it's playing right now. Yeah, it's like changing this. This list of the top twenty is changing every couple of seconds as I'm watching it. So, yeah, that's exciting. That might be fun. We should do. We should do that as a segment. Number sixteen uh, is hashtag love. So that's good. I bet that is really trendy on February fourteenth. Oh man. Yeah, we should predict. Mm, that'd be good. That's that's a before good. you look it up. All right. Uh, I should send this link to you or something. That's fine. Do it another after the show. All right. I'm sure you'll forget. I will forget. All right. So, what's your um thing? Thing number two. As I was in Micro Center, mm -hmm. um, my stomach began to rumble as it does, and there was a point where. The rumbling erupted into spontaneous gas release. Okay. I had to fart. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, without getting too crude, please, long, mm -hmm. sustained, mm -hmm. and like a uh, muffler you know, sound. Okay. You know, yeah. and I was trying to keep it in. Sure. Because listen, if I'm in bed with my wife, I'm letting it rip. I'm like, yeah. I'm pushing. It's yeah. going to be loud and mm -hmm. strong. Yeah. And I'm letting it go. Mm hmm. I'm trying to be as quiet as possible, except it's just there. Sometimes it's hard. I was in an aisle by myself. Well, that's ideal. So this this whole question is about farting etiquette. I uh, trust me. Okay, I'm, like in public. Okay, right. I'm, farting etiquette. I've been preparing my whole life for this. I wasn't. I mean, it snuck up on me. Uh, yeah. Right. No, I hear you. Yeah. And so it's going, and there's mm -hmm. no stopping it at this point. Okay. It's, it's releasing, and I'm trying mm -hmm. to slow sustain it. Yeah. With, I don't think anybody heard, which mm -hmm. was good. But three to five seconds when I'm completed, lady walks down the aisle behind me. <laughs> it was not pleasant. Well, it was bad. There's the thing. Number one, farting etiquette. Number one is it's it's a moving situation. You know what I mean? You fart and you move. <laughs> and if you have to walk around the whole store, you know, just then you walk around point, the whole yeah. store just to get that whole point. You never camp out where you just let one go. Like that's a that you know somebody else is going to get the blame for that and it's not going to be me that's like number one etiquette plus i feel like for the good of society you're also spreading it around mm. in a way that it's not you know camping out like one person could pass out if <laughs> if they hit that pocket yes you know but of, if you move of the, the air gas. current will yeah. drag it yeah yeah rather a hundred people have a slightly what is that kind of smell <laughs> than one person lose their lunch because they walked into the gas yeah you know so yeah, that's that's number one. Number okay. two so is on the if move. you can hold it, yeah, you do hold it. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah, but sometimes you can't. Like right now, when I'm, I just literally farted. <laughs> so sometimes you can't hold it, and so you have to let it go. So now there are a couple of options that you can employ. 
Um, one is you got a good sense of yourself, know yeah. yourself, right? What, what kind of, is this, could this be a possible silent situation? And if it is great, you know, if it's silent, I don't mind. No, let the it release. go yeah. all day. That's fine. You or know? if you're sitting on a couch and you can bury it now, if you, yeah. Okay. Obviously now if you, but if you're in public, we're going to assume you're not on a couch. Correct. Um, now you could do what I refer to as the uncle Tom technique technique. <laughs> That's just my own personal. It's not a racist statement. No, it's we have an Uncle Tom. We actually have two Uncle Toms. Yeah, yeah. and the Uncle Tom technique is named after our one uncle who told us the story about the uh, worst fart he ever farted, which was in a weight room. And he said he really had to go or really had to fart, I guess. And so he said he crouched down. You know what I mean? Like, um, like you know, but in that situation, you could be like stretching. But it also, yeah, what it does is it has the uh, the the ability to spread the cheeks. You see, so once those cheeks are spread, then yeah. the flapping of skin that happens and the fart noise yes. is minimized. Yes, you know. So if you're in a situation in which you could do the Uncle Tom technique, that'd be great. Crouch. You know. Now I will say, it seems to allow the depths of your soul <laughs> to escape in a way like it like it produces it produces like a, a a situation in which deeper gases can get out you know what i mean like they've and been trapped for 15 years he said he literally cleared the weight room <laughs> when he did it he said he said as he's as he did that, then all of a sudden he's, it's hitting one person at a time. And people are drop, literally dropping weights and walking out, you know, because of the situation. So, in that situation, the moment you do it, this is not a walk around the store situation. This is a walk straight out the store. Come back 15 minutes later and you know inspect the carnage that was left. They'll be talking about it. You know, in a weight room scenario, <laughs> I almost think it'd be fun just to stand there and own it. <laughs> well, in Are a you not entertained <laughs> in a weight room. Yeah, that's what you do. But in a, a electronic supermarket store, not, supermarket. No. <laughs> I also I don't know why, but um, I I have um, a, a belief uh, deep on the inside of me that for some reason when it's cold i don't think people can smell my farts so i've been in, and i know that's not logical but something in my brain like i've been outside before like i've been at like a football game before where normally i wouldn't fart but i just let it go because something in my brain says oh it's so cold nobody's gonna smell this you know but that's not logical i don't think that's a thing but my brain thinks it's a thing. And in the moment, an instinct is, is I, I just do it out of instinct. And then I realize that doesn't make any You've sense. You also told the story mm -hmm. that no noise. Yeah. <laughs> that you were in a concert jumping up and down. Yeah. It's so noisy. Nobody's going to smell it. <laughs> yeah. I actually believe that too. That, that one, I, I've definitely done that multiple times. I've been in events. Like, you know, uh, yeah. like last year I was at a summer camp, like a youth group summer camp. Yeah. And it was really loud in there because they got the music <laughs> bumping. 
and uh and i'm around a lot of people uh-huh. you know yeah and and in the moment i had to let one go and in my my brain says <laughs> don't worry it's so loud no one will smell it <laughs> and i know that doesn't make sense but it, it is in i i i believe that somehow it affects the yeah. The, the vibrations senses. okay you know like goes through the air and it like disseminates the smell <laughs> in a way that it wouldn't be yeah, like it shakes it like, or something yeah breaks apart the smell uh-huh. i definitely believe that yeah so yeah that's there's there's a way to go about this and um certainly the worst thing you could do is just rip <laughs> one and then just camp out in that spot you know yeah now if there's three people Mm-hmm. in an aisle you could rip it and immediately look someone down well because that's per- pretty gutsy <laughs> person number three won't yeah. know the difference yeah i know but then you, i mean that's in a blame game situation he who smelt it dealt it the first one to do the rhyme is the one to do the crime mm-hmm. did i tell you uh, did i tell you you're gonna appreciate this because you have my junior high sense of humor that's one thing i also appreciate of um friend of the show uh joe uh caminetti he has our same you just dropped his last name out there like have i never have we not used his last I don't name know, before but uh that was joey c well he has our same sophomoric uh <laughs> sense of humor <laughs> how do i look at the things that i have how do i look at oh there it is looking at my saved uh things on i know this is taking a second but trust me it's gonna be worth it all right um so this is a, a a meme of all the different smelt it you dealt it okay. things. I was not aware of all of these. He did he send this to you? Um no. Oh, okay. But I know he'll appreciate it. Okay. So um person who farted and then somebody's behind them you farted and then the next one whoever smelt it dealt it. Whoever said the rhyme did the crime. I'm familiar yeah, with that one. Yes. Whoever denied it supplied it. <laughs> whoever dejected it projected it. <laughs> Whoever deduced it produced it, and this is the best one. And the the uh, the meme is like you know it ends with somebody like uh, with the uh, the Thanos glove. Like this yeah. is the ultimate, yeah. you know. Whoever made the rebuttal had it come out their butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me very happy. Yeah. So. Yeah. So there is. Uh, I think we all understand these things farting now, etiquette. i mean is it is it <clears throat> so tell me this. like is it appropriate let's say you're standing next to somebody at micro center and you're both looking at hdmi cords and you're the only two people in the aisle and yeah. you smell their fart you know and it's i walk just, away and there's just no but do you do the dude like do you do you address it is it appropriate Not if it's to only a-, a smell if i hear a volume <laughs> i don't know if i can hold back what would I you think say? You, I would look over, and then you, if they look, if you make eye contact, like, dude, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you have to, you know, you I don't have know to if address I could, it. I think you have to. Mm-hmm. No, that's two dudes. Yes, two dudes. Dude and a chick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you apologize. What if she rips one? Like, that, do you just, apologize? If for her? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry that I was here to hear that. I know this is embarrassing for yeah. you. I think that's more embarrassing. I think it's better just to if you but not that's what I'm saying. If you it. no, listen, acknowledging it is the worst thing you can do. Yes. But if it catches you off guard and you look over real quick because there's a sudden noise, mm-hmm. then you gotta say something. Yeah. Well, it's not healthy to hold it. So. Tell me this in a private setting. 
your family, your mm -hmm. house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there any rules or whatever goes, goes? Uh, not at the dinner table. That's it. Yeah. Now, I may have broken that rule a couple times. <laughs> but, On purpose? Um, you know, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes in the moment. <laughs> My guards are down at home, you know. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, at home, it's, you know. Now, if you, every once in a while, you had like egg salad or something, you know, or something that just. An abundance of. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, it's just, you're like, it's appropriate to leave. And to go somewhere else, you know, um, and to the bathroom to let them go and then to come back. I mean, if it's if it's just rancid, you know, yes. I'm talking like once in a year kind of <laughs> thing, you know. <laughs> I th the moment that when my wife and I were, were dating, we were engaged. Um, and the moment that I think we uh, really came together as a couple. Mm hmm was i remember one day i was over at her apartment and uh, she was making dinner we were watching a movie and um, i could tell she was uncomfortable mm -hmm. and we had a quick engagement so we had only been we'd only met like maybe two months earlier yeah levi know? was on the way right <laughs> no oh <laughs> he was three years later okay so um i so i'm at her apartment and i could tell and I'm like, are you feeling okay? And she's like, I don't, I don't feel good today. Something, you know, I just don't feel good. I'm okay. People don't feel good sometimes. You know? Yeah, it happens. And uh, she's whatever in the kitchen, you know, getting stuff, you know, ready and everything. And I look over and I can tell she's in, she has yeah. gas. Yeah. You know. And I told her, I said, you know what? If if you have to fart, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. You can fart. It does, you know. And I, I mean. That was probably, I would say that was the single greatest mistake I ever made. <laughs> In a life full of regret, that's my biggest one. Because once you open up that Pandora's box, you're not going to close it, you know? So that's when all the romance <laughs> left. Was it a two-way street? Um, she gave you the open door too. Uh, no, she has never opened up that door, honey. It's okay. <laughs> no, she's literally never said that. Yeah, but I felt like that was an act of love. Yeah, to say you know what, let, you're gonna feel better if you just let it go. You know, and boy did she. My one of my favorite things to eat is White Castle, mm -hmm, and I too. can't I can't eat it anymore if I expect to sleep in bed. Uh, and I, if I eat White Castle, mm -hmm. I preemptively sleep on the couch. <laughs> I know it's going to happen. For it's some not reason, for me, it's egg salad sandwiches. Yeah. I don't know why. When I eat egg salad sandwiches, and I love egg salad sandwiches, <laughs> and so does my wife, but we never make them for that specific purpose. I don't know why. I could eat a whole mess of eggs, and it wouldn't bother me. I could have hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. I could eat. Yeah. Um, deviled eggs, uh -huh. all sorts of things. Yeah. Egg salad sandwich. My my gastro whatever <laughs> system is not cool with it. Okay. So all right. My second thing is that finally um Obi o Biden, Obama uh supported Biden. Yes. And I think it's hilarious <laughs> because I think it's almost worse than not supporting him was waiting till the bitter end it's so like there's, there's nobody else. there's just literally like looking around it's like it's like that 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 meme 
of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where, you know what yeah. I mean? He's like in the house and all the furniture is out and he's just standing there, you know, like, and it's only Obama. And he's like, well, I, I mean, it's him or Trump at this point, you know? So he supported, he gave his official endorsement to Biden. And I think it's hilarious. Did you hear the statement that he made? I kind of like started watching it and I was like, I don't care about this. So, so as I'm eating Easter candy. Yeah, you are. He goes, now Joe, and he's talking all about him. He's like, he will surround himself with the brightest <laughs> and the wisest people, <laughs> with scientists and, and doctors and yeah, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, world yeah, yeah. economy. Mm -hmm. And I think... Because we all know that he's... Yeah, I, I mean, forget, cuckoo. like, even he's like gone. a screw loose. Like, no. there's no screws left. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not a screw loose. He's falling apart. The screws are gone. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... um but in that statement, I think it was supposed to be an anti-Trump. Like, oh, like Trump doesn't surround yeah. himself with scientists Which or smart ridiculous. people. No, it is ridiculous. Yeah. But in an effort to say Joe's going to do this because Trump doesn't, mm -hmm. it came across to me as Joe's incompetent. Yeah. So he needs to surround himself. He needs himself to with surround smart himself with I know. smart people. That's hilarious. Well, you can't win when you're endorsing Joe Biden. You can't really win. Because if you say things that like make him look like he's competent, you're obviously lying. Yeah. So then if you say that, you point out the fact that he's incompetent. So there, it's a no-win situation. To me, because I've done a little video. not I'm not as good as some people that we know, but I've done a fair amount of video. And you can tell right off the bat that he's reading a script. Oh, yeah. He's reading a teleprompter. Yeah, 100%. And as much as he wants to come across as casual, like, listen, I love Joe. These are he's very well-thought-out ideas. Like, the, No, it was scripted. Yes, Straight exactly. up scripted. Mm -hmm. You know, it probably took a month to put that together. Like, we yeah. don't even know what we're going to say, but we better mm -hmm. get ready. Yeah. Because we have to. Yeah. Has any sitting president, you know, or <clears throat> situation like this, where the previous administration mm -hmm. did not support the next one? Did same Bush party? support Trump? You know, I don't know. He might that, not. That would that would have been the equivalent. Yeah, he might not have. Maybe he did. I just don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't think he did because well, initially. Well, I know Jeb initially Bush, he Jeb didn't. Bush was running. Yeah, so I mean initially he didn't, but eventually every all the other ones fall, to. and you kind of have to. But right. I don't, maybe he didn't. George Bush is just kind of painting now. Like he's not really. He's done a good job of staying out of the spotlight. Good for him. That's what ex-presidents should do. Yes. Right off into the sun. You know? Yeah. Take your secret service. Take your paycheck. Show up at a college and give it a speech, you know, every once in a while for their graduation ceremony and stay out of politics. Read a book, you know? Get into like a Netflix series or something, you know? Yes. All right. What's your third thing? So my third thing, <clears throat> um, this kind of... I've got two different Netflix things. I'm going to use one of them for my third thing. Mm -hmm. So my third thing, Sunderland Till I Die, season two, is what? officially out. Watched it. Have you watched it? Yeah, I finished yeah. it in uh -huh. one day. There were six episodes. Mm -hmm. We flew through it. Well, I don't have anybody else in the house that's interested in watching it with me, so it took yeah. me longer. But yeah, it's fabulous. Shelby and I watched it together in one night. Mm-hmm. And the very last game where the other team actually scored on themselves. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then yeah, they yeah, yeah. still ended up losing that game. I know. I know. I poor, watched that game live. Sunderland. I watched that game live. Mm -hmm. I was watching that game. 
Yeah. And I remember when it happened, like, oh my gosh, like this is Sunderland's chance. They're going to go up yeah. to the Champions League from League One. Mm-hmm. You know, this is great. And then when I saw it on Netflix as it was happening live or recorded, but they were recording it as though it was live. Mm-hmm. Um, I told Shelby, I'm like, I watched this game. She goes, don't say, don't tell me what's, you know, because mm-hmm. she didn't know. Yeah. Sure enough, they blew it. It's crazy. <clears throat> the I mean, amount of money. That much more money. Oh. And resources. It goes up like everybody 10 else does. every time. I know. So like from League One to Champions, it's like a 10% or not 10%, like 10, 10 times. times. I know. And then from the Champions to the Premier, like 10 times. I fell for him. You know, yeah. like uh, for everybody in the situation, I'm rooting hard for Sunderland. I want them to, obviously they're never going to be competing for the premiership like title, but they should at least be fighting. To, oh, I don't know about never. Well, I guess you here's know, the thing. So they, they were, need somebody with deep pockets. What they need is, so, and that's the interesting thing about it is, so this, this new ownership is saying, we want this. This is not a rich guy that owns this team, which is like what, Liverpool, people, Man right, City. Right. That's the way the, the, they're like, multi-billionaires right that just this is like a toy for them right and they're not running it like a profit business and what he's saying is we're going to run this like a for-profit business if we don't have the money we're not going to spend the money there's no just sending a bill off to some billionaire that's right some sheik you know in saudi arabia that's just going to pay for it right and so i feel for him because he's trying to run it like this i think it's the right thing to do yeah obviously it's a major shift well for him to turn around one year Mm -hmm. that's not going to happen yeah it's got to be a three to five year program yeah and they have to be thinking about it in terms of that yes obviously the quicker the better because there's more money i know when they lost that player that oh, um whatever his yeah. name was uh that high goal score yeah like if josh had, like raja or something yeah something like yeah. that if he had stayed with them they obviously would have obviously and what they ended up wasting on the other player i know they could have just paid him he never did anything no he didn't do I anything know. and they could have just paid the original guy well, hindsight's 2020 they paid so much money for that guy i know the one guy when uh, i felt bad the, for the guy too well i mean what's he gonna do uh, well he's obviously he's the out money. there yeah no no he did the right thing i'm not saying he did anything wrong but I don't think he did anything wrong at all. I think he was playing as hard as he could. It's just soccer's weird. Well, when the owner asked his counsel mm-hmm. about this player, they said, don't pay more than one and a quarter. Yeah. Like one million, one million, one hundred twenty five thousand. And the coach, the manager of, of Sunderland called and talked to the guy and, yeah. s- and said, listen, don't overpay for him. We'll be fine. Yeah. Do not do this. But right. he couldn't help himself. He couldn't have paid over three million for him. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Over three times what he was worth. Yeah, outrageous. You could have kept the Josh guy uh-huh. and Magia. Is it Josh? Yeah, Magia? yeah, Josh Magia. Yeah, and they could have signed somebody else. Probably mm-hmm. they yeah. could have signed Josh for two and a half, and then yeah. another player for half. I know, I know. It's outrageous. And then he's like your local guy. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah exactly. Everybody loves him, right? And he's doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. I would think because so Erica watched some of it with me. I think it's so captivating mm-hmm. that even if I would say that even if you don't like soccer, well, Shelby doesn't like soccer. Yeah, I would think that it's still it's interesting. a human interest story. Yeah, because it's it's not just the soccer team. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of shows I watch with her that are not as captivating, um, mm-hmm. like Project Runway type of stuff. I really don't care about like the design and the dresses and all the stuff. But to see the interaction with the people and how they're, I mean, the, the way they paint it. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people are, some of these people are train wrecks. Yeah. It's the whole reason why Tiger King is so, not in a different way, but it's so captivating. 
because it's, it's like a human how, interest. Thing. How is this even possible? Right. How do these people mm -hmm. exist? Yeah. Are we still live? Do we have people? Can you tell if we have people watching right yeah, now? Yeah, there's there's a couple. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have asked. All right. So that was your third thing. Sunderland till I die. Yes. All right. My third thing is the um I just got a couple of things. Can I just do a couple of things for my third sure. thing? Sure. Uh so preview for next week. What started this whole thing with Brandon is that uh my one of my favorite sports writers is named Joe Posnansky. He has his own podcast with Michael Shore called The Podcast. Uh Joe Posnansky just released his top 100 baseball players of all time. And um, I was looking at the list, and that's how I got the idea. We should do this draft, so on and so forth. Number, like, five is a guy named Oscar Charleston. Jason. Never heard of him. How much do you and I know and love baseball and baseball history? We know more than 99% of everybody. I would say so. Yeah. He was apparently a Negro League player that, like, they're saying was the greatest Negro League player of all time. What position? He was an outfielder. Okay. And he was a five-tool player, and he could hit for power and run faster than anybody and throw harder than anybody. And he is just – and I just like – how is it possible that I've never heard of this guy? I don't think it's possible that there could be a top 10 baseball player of all time that I've never heard of. Well, the top two, as far as I'm concerned, mm -hmm. is Josh Gibson and Satchel Paige. The Negro League. Of the Negro League. Yeah, right. well, those are the ones that you hear about the most. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's some, like, Buck Leonard. Yeah. There's some others but that you Satchel hear. Satchel Page. Cool he, Papa Bell. Yeah. Satchel Page was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, phenomenal. For, like, mm -hmm. 40 years he pitched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pitched into his 60s. Yeah. He, he think, I think he pitched a complete game shutout in the World for the Series. Indians. In the World Series. Like, at age 60. Mm -hmm. In the World Series. Yeah. That's outrageous. So, I don't really have anything to say. I just was like... Is this? I don't know. I just how's it possible? I've and I was curious if you had ever even heard of. No, him. I I saw that list because you mm -hmm. sent it to me. Yeah, never heard of him. Never heard of him. I don't know. Uh, my other thing is I just think it's hilarious. I watched a uh, video today on YouTube. Uh, the the Cleveland Browns just released their 2021-22 uniforms. Their new uniforms for this coming for season? this coming season. Okay, it's the Browns. They look exactly, and they had this big hype video. Yeah, about the past and the future and coming together and this and i'm looking at them like it looks exact which it should by the way yes. they shouldn't change them right but it looks exactly like everything else and i just thought that was funny that they just wanted to make a big deal about you know um i'm a huge fan of the throwback the 1940s stuff yeah that like really the, really old yeah stuff. like the detroit lions the what, old school lions what about the, the bumblebee pittsburgh you know oh, i love it i love them too yeah. other people hate them i'm like no those are great i think they should just revert back to everything goes yes. back to the original yes. whatever the original was and when so, you were wearing a leather helmet well what but, uniform were you wearing but, but like the, the tampa bay buccaneers oh yeah should wear orange they should wear the weird 70s <laughs> like orange thing like yeah. that's with with the the drawing of the captain like yeah. i think he's got like a knife in his mouth or something yeah you know the you know whatever whatever however you came in originally that should be what you are yeah. and then it, it time stamps you as like oh this is a team that came in, in the 90s the 70s the 2000s the 1920s right yeah. i just yeah. i feel like it should be a rule that you cannot change your uniforms and that everybody should revert back <laughs> to the old the oldest version yeah. of their uniform i like it in all sports. 
every sport across the board. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that statement. Now, and even though sometimes aesthetically, I might like the Denver Nuggets uniforms from the 80s more than I like the earlier ones, you know, but I just feel like it should be a rule, whatever. And then I think there's a little bit more gravity to that first uniform. Like if you are an expansion team, you're like, we got to get this right. Charlotte Hornets would be timestamp 1994 forever, right? Right. Which or is, whatever year they came as out, as it but, should be. Yeah, the cartoon Hornet dribbling a basketball. Yeah, right with the big out teal oversized shoes. Like yeah. that's that's what it should be. The Toronto Raptors should be the weird kind of ca- t- uh, cartoony dinosaur thing. You know, that's just what I think. But hey, that's one man's opinion. So. They're moving. Unfortunately, it's going to be like soccer. Mm-hmm. They're going to be loaded with advertisements. It'll, it'll probably be worse. It'll probably be like NASCAR. Just yeah, loaded with advertisement. Yeah. yeah. And it's annoying because it's about money, but I it's annoying and I don't blame them. It's annoying and I would do the exact same thing. Yes. You know, it's the same way I feel about what we've talked a lot about sports on this episode. It's the same way I feel about college players leaving early to go to the pros because I love college sports. It's annoying because I want to see all four of your years in college. Like I would have loved to see LeBron in college for four years, Kobe in college for four years and all of those guys competing against each other. Right. So it's annoying because I like it, but I would do the exact same thing that yes. they did. I mean, if my son was 18 years old you and could get drafted in the right top now. 10, yeah. you do it right now. Yeah. You get the big signing bonus. I mean, even do yeah. the thing that, uh, whatever it was, the LaMelo ball or whatever I think did, which is like, don't like now, cause you can't go straight to the NBA play a year and go to Europe. Yeah. And play professionally where you don't have to worry about school and you can play all day every day and you can get paid to play. Like that's the right thing to do. Your line of work is obviously going to be professional Professional. basketball. That's right. When you retire for basketball, let's say you're 34 and you retire for basketball. You know what you can do at that point, Jason? Anything you want. You could, yeah, you could go get every degree. You can spend the rest of your life in college if you want, getting every degree you want. Or you can get a business degree and start a business. Like, be smart with your money. Yeah. But, like, do what's best for your basketball future. And really, I would say what's better for your basketball future would be playing professionally, getting paid to do it. That's your only focus in Europe with grown men. I think that gets you ready for the NBA more than playing for, like, Maybe. Louisiana State does. Yeah. I There is a maturity level. There is a emotional maturity that happens yeah i don't know there is a lot of 18 year old kids they're kids yeah like they didn't grow up working they have no responsibilities levi 16 and a half i mean that's you know you moved out at age 17 oh yeah i know it's weird he's less than a year away from the age that you moved out Mm -hmm. and i was not ready at 18 to get 50 million dollars like lebron did or whatever no you know even though i might have been more mature than some 17 18 year olds i i can't imagine if you'd have given me Fifty million dollars. Oh, I'd have been ridiculous when I was it. eighteen yeah. years old. I can't even. I don't even want to think about it. It's um. It's embarrassing to even think about what I would do with all that money. Like it would be gone. Yes. Way faster than yeah, I would want it to. Absolutely. Be. And I, I want to think that I'm not that way. Right. I want to. But know yourself. Yeah. Now today it would take me much longer to burn through it. You Three know. maybe four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, uh, Jason. That's all of our things. So now we do the world famous, often imitated, never, never duplicated. duplicated Netflix suggestion of the week. Yeah. 
Netflix, Netflix, watch these shows with us. Netflix, Netflix, maybe Hulu Plus. Netflix, Netflix, watch these shows with us. Netflix, Netflix, maybe Hulu Plus. Maybe Amazon Prime or something like that, like YouTuber. We don't want to put a box around what you watch, so you never know. I think it's great. Two weeks in a row, we had a guest. Two yeah. weeks ago was Matt. Yes. Last week was Amy. Yes. Both weeks, when we played that for them live, mm -hmm. they laughed. Yeah, which is what you want when you record a professional song. You know, you want people to laugh at you, you know. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm sure the Beatles were thinking when they were writing Hey Jude. Hey, this will get a real chuckle. Jeez. Are you comparing the Netflix no jingle respect. to Hey Jude? I'd like to. <laughs> so my Netflix suggestion of the week, mm -hmm. um, I did something similar to what you did with the CBS All Access. Ooh. But it's called <laughs> through the Amazon app on yeah. the computer. Mm -hmm. Or on yeah. the they're offering all sorts of 30 day free trials right now. So, I m mine was a seven day free trial. Oh, yeah. so you better get with it. I've got like three days. Okay, I did it last Saturday. Please so, tell me it's HBO and that you watched McMillions. No, why aren't you doing this? Listen, spend the money. You just got four thousand dollars. Get four thousand nine hundred, whatever. Get HBO for a month and I'm watch McMillions. My money on that, Jason. Who is the one that suggested that you watch? A fistful of quarters. You, King of Kong. You. How thankful are you that it's I? Pretty much. I'm telling you, seen, yeah. watch McMillions. Spend whatever you have to spend <laughs> to get it and watch it. Listen, I will. All right. Eventually. Fine. Anyway, what is your thing? The network. Uh -huh. It's nine ninety nine a month. Uh huh. It's called Gaia. <laughs> okay. okay. Listen. How you spell that? G A I A. Okay. Pronounce Gaia. Do you know what it stands for? No. Okay. I don't have to. It's probably some something weird because the network is filled with crop circles, aliens, UFOs, oh, okay. all that stuff. Uh huh. So there is a series on there called Truth Hunters, uh -huh. brought to you by the one and only Linda Morton Howe. And we she, all love Miss Mrs. Howe, Linda Morton. Yeah, Linda Morton Howe. She's the best. So she originally back in the seventies and nineteen eighty investigated uh animal mutilations mm -hmm. she was like the first one i mean she was like network tv she i think was employed by a, a network news in colorado okay denver i think and there was a ranch that had some cattle mutilations right and she went out there and they brought a film crew and she talked to the ranchers and it was just weird. And so this is what started her career. And she got into some crop circles and mutilations and UFOs and aliens. And and her whole uh, last 40 years mm -hmm. has been filled with that. Okay. I actually like her a lot. Um, and she did this series called Truth Hunters. Mm -hmm. And it's largely UFO based. She talks about Roswell and, and um, you know, there was actually three different crashes it wasn't one crash, but that's where some of the details get confusing and people try to say, well, that didn't happen. Well, this happened and that mm -hmm. happened. Well, she lays the whole thing out. Okay. 
and uh, it's quite interesting. I love stuff like that. And I what's would, the show called? Truth Hunters. Truth Hunters. On Gaia Network. On Gaia Network. I've got three days to finish everything that's on there. Good luck. God, it's a lot. Godspeed. They also have, which I probably will not get into, mm-hmm. a lot of like yoga and meditation stuff. Hmm. So if you're into yoga and meditation, mm-hmm. the Gaia Network might be for you. Sounds very eclectic. The Gaia Network does. Yeah. They also have uh, the Brit Box. Have you seen this? No. So, yeah, there's another, there's an Amazon, Amazon thing. Okay. Yeah, that you can get. It's called Brit Box. It's like all British, like, you know, mysteries and yes. TV shows. Yeah. And to me, that looks very appealing. How much? I love a good British accent. I didn't, I've not looked it up yet. I just saw it as being available. Okay. So, there it is. What is your Netflix suggestion of the week? My Netflix suggestion of the week is a uh, series on Netflix, dramatic, mm. called The English Game. Mm. It is about the invention or the beginnings of professional English football. Mm. And it follows this guy, Fergus Souter, who was basically the first professional paid soccer player in England. And um, it, he, he's kind of the main character, but then there's another guy who's the another main character. And I thought it was going to be, it's like, I don't know, eight episodes or 10 episodes or something like that. I thought it was going to be a lot of soccer, yeah. you know, um, because the beginning, he he's kind of like introducing a new style of play. And that's one of the things that makes him so innovative, as they would say there. They wouldn't say innovative, they mm. would say innovative. Um, is that apparently at up until that point, English football was just a group is like a group of like kids playing now, like YMCA soccer. Yeah, just like a group of kids, and they the ball would get kind of stuck in there, and then you would just kind of physically like force the the group forward. You know, I mean, it was the more almost physical like guys, almost kind of like rugby, like almost like yeah. a scrum, and the ball would kind of kick out of it, and you would need one kind of individual guy to, and so it was a completely different style. Well, this guy's saying, no, we can kick the ball backwards. We need to spread the field out, and he yeah. kind of invented modern soccer. Gotcha. This is what the show's saying, but I will say, there's not a lot of soccer happening in it. It is much more like a Downton Abbey kind of class. Mm. Uh, you know, you've got like the upper class. Um, non-professionals and then the working class non-professionals and so you've got like a team that's working out of like a cotton mill going up against this team of like bankers sons mm-hmm. who obviously the banker sons have the means resources the ability yeah. they practice you know they don't have to work for 12 hours a day for seven days a week they're not right. exhausted and so they win every single year and then this one mill owner this was rich guy says, I want one of our working class teams. I want our team to win the FA cup. Yeah. And so he hires this guy, Bruce Souter, not Bruce Souter, Fergus Souter from um, Ireland and his friend. No. Yeah. Ireland. And he, he pays them to move to, you know, where they are in Darwin and uh, play for his team so that they can beat these guys. Right. And obviously that causes an uproar because people, you know, that's unsportsmanlike and all of that stuff. Right. I will say it was for me, it was very enjoyable and it was the very rare TV PG on Netflix original. Like, yeah, it was like you can totally watch it in front of your kids. You know, there's one kind of like heavy scene where there's like a woman who has a, a miscarriage. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like emotionally, you know, like she there's like blood on the bed or something, you know, okay. but it's not like, yeah, um, I mean, that would be like the only thing that if I had like little, little kids, I probably wouldn't want them to watch. But um, it's not like full of like cussing and. You know, like I've been watching Picard. Yeah. That every once in a while they say the F word. What? You shouldn't say the F word in, in Star, Star Trek. Trek. No. It, no. I'm sorry. Like, 
it's annoying. They're obviously just doing it because they can, because yeah. it's not on network TV and right. they're trying to be whatever. And it's not like riddled throughout. I'm not saying it is, but I'd say maybe once an episode, somebody cusses. And I'm like, no, no, no not in the, the history. Star Trek future yeah. contains no cussing. Yeah. You know, maybe like a, a maybe a random like Klingon word that you don't know what it means. Right. You know, but other than that, like box talk, you know, like something like that. Like but, in um, Star Wars, mm -hmm. when uh, the guy crashes his pod racer. Mm -hmm. Pujul. Yeah. There's no cussing in Star Wars. Yeah. And there's no cussing in Star Trek. I'm pretty sure that's what Pujul means. Yeah. Puju is actually it's dirtier than any word. There's no English equivalent. It doesn't translate. For how yeah. just nasty that word is. Oh, <laughs> oh, I mean, there's no rules in podcasting, but we might get kicked off the air just because you said that twice. Yeah. So, but um, anyway, it's called the English game. I'm yeah. not going to say it's the greatest thing ever, but I really enjoyed it. It's British. Yeah, I it's saw. An, it's got a nice pace. It's I saw interesting. The, the trailer for it, or you yeah, know, the preview. We, we'll definitely watch it. It's no McMillions. You know, I'm what not it? saying it is, but it's 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 entertaining. And uh, my wife actually then got into it because at first she's like, I don't watch this. This is about soccer. But then she started, you know, yeah. the, the whole female yeah, storyline, you in. know, it yeah. hooked her in. And, Did yeah. you ever watch Battlestar Galactica? Eh, I tried. OK, well, they, they use fake cuss words. Yes. Frack like frack. Yeah. And I I'm, like that. I'm aware of that. It's good. I don't like that either. I think it's lazy. I like it. I think the laziest comedians are the ones that cuss the most. And the hardest working ones, like Brian Regan, Jim Gaffigan, you know, Jerry Seinfeld, they are, they don't, it takes a little bit more work to. No, listen, they're not saying it. I think for comedic purposes, I 100% agree. I think if you're, uh, you know, if you just walk downtown in our own city mm -hmm. and someone wrecks their car, yeah, that's a word that you're going to hear. It's not for comedic. So person. you're saying it's they're not, trying to be truthful. They're trying to be truthful. Mm -hmm. I this just is think the way people talk. This is the way. I don't know because sometimes I watch a show and I'm like, this no, is listen. There are sometimes it is over the top. Like yeah. they're just doing. Like it I worked it. on construction sites, and I'm like, people don't cuss this much on construction sites. They're not cussing this much. You know, they're just doing it because they can. And I think it's lazy. Just well, Battlestar Galactica did it well. Well, debatable. You didn't even watch it, so you can't I, debate. I it. know Starbucks. You know. Stop. And I know they're, you know, I, I know enough. I'm not a fan of the it was show. It a very good, very, I tried. Very, I gave it a good very shot. Good show. And I like the genre. It's not that I don't like the genre, because I do. The show's overrated. Above average. It's a For solid, a sci-fi TV show. Listen, it's a solid A minus. Solid A minus. No, disagree. It's a C plus at best. You're crazy. Yeah. You know what's a C plus? Mm. Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, that's average at best. Deep yeah, Space Nine maybe C plus. I mean, am I wearing like a Voyager is the best T-shirt or something? I, no, I'm saying I'm not that, arguing that it is. No, it's I'm comparing Voyager. Battlestar Galactica is nowhere even close to Voyager. It's so much better. Oh no, Voyager. Yeah, Voyager I, was not good. Well, I'm not going to say it was good. Listen, I've gone back and there's watched something it. about it that's like nice to watch. See, I was just saying this the other day. So there's this Star Trek Discovery show too and Star Trek Picard. And I like Picard. Yeah. It's a good show. But the thing that I like about Star Trek is Star Trek is a cast. It's a team of people, you know, that you follow along. Yeah. And they have different adventures every single week. It's, it's not, not one soap super opera. dramatic yeah. storyline. It's like there are some things that carry through, like the 
Picard Borg thing. Yeah. You know, there are some things that carry through that Voyager has a obviously trying to get back home kind of thing. But in general, what makes Star Trek unique and special, which standalone episodes, standalone episodes. That's what they should do, because that's what I want. I want 24 standalone episodes a season and I want 10 seasons of it. I guess this once again comes down to my missing Frasier, you know, <laughs> or just wanting everything to be like it was in 1985. I want long theme songs that last that tell you the story of the show. <laughs> yes, I want it spelled out. Yes. And and I want it to play throughout the entire uh, like I, I don't want to ever it, it to be shorter. Like, don't just give it to me on the first episode. The abbreviation. I yeah. want it on every episode. And I want 24 of those episodes. And if the show is 24 minutes long, I want the first five minutes of it to be the theme song <laughs> that I hear every single time. Yeah. And I want, during that theme song, I want them to introduce the characters one shot at a time with the actor's name underneath them. And, you know, like Brian. Freeze, freeze frame. Yeah. No, but yes, freeze frame, of course, as much as possible. But also that thing where like they're like work like the dad's like working on the car in the garage. Yes. And when it's his turn, he smiles he's working and, and then he looks up at the camera like he's surprised that you walked in. And, yeah. and then he smiles and waves or, you know, just smiles and looks up like I want a lot of like acknowledgement of the camera, surprise, smile, and then ending with the freeze frame as much as possible. Like high five freeze frame. Well, that's of course, if you can do it, you know. That's your ideal freeze frame situation. Feet up in the air, kicked back behind you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. And laughing, laughing, mm -hmm. and the hands slightly off. Like you don't make the clean high five. No, 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 no. No, definitely not a clean high five. That's that would be that'd be an amateur move, bro. <laughs> Jason, I don't want to step out of line here, but. but that's a show. Yes, it is. One of our better ones. Is one of our best two live episodes ever. Easy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> All right. That's it. This is Dan signing off for Jason, reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Sit, boo, boo, sit. Good dog. Knives spoken.